When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 749. Seven ways to have a good relationship with your boss by Lisa with digtofly.com. And I am Dan, welcome. I'm your host here, and uh, this is where I read to you every single day of the week, including weekends and holidays, from some great blogs on entrepreneurship. And we're gonna jump right into today's post now as we optimize your life. Seven Ways to Have a Good Relationship with Your Boss by Lisa with digtofly.com. I always knew that having a good relationship with my managers was important. However, I didn't realize how important it was until four years into my career. Looking back on my working life, I could have had many more opportunities for advancement had I worked on building strong relationships with those I reported to. You see, just keeping your head down like I did, staying out of the way and getting your job done is not a relationship. Yes, ultimately you want to complete your job duties, but it's equally important to be seen, especially if you're interested in taking on additional job responsibilities or advancing in the organization. Having a good relationship with your manager is also key to being happy at work. So let's look at some ways that you can improve your relationship with your manager and increase your work happiness. One, perform the basics. One of the most basic but important things that you can do is to show up for work on time. This action alone can count for a large part of having a good working relationship with not only your manager, but also with your coworkers. Punctuality and dependability show respect and trust. Your manager and your coworkers need to know whether they can count on you. Two, know your manager's communication style. Some bosses passively sit back and listen, while others probe you with one question after another. Some want lots of information, while others only want the essential details. Some bosses relate in a casual, relaxed style, while others are all business. Part of your job is to figure out how your manager operates and relate to him or her accordingly. Three, make your manager look good. Your job is to make your manager look good. Avoid falling into the trap of not wanting to perform a particular task because it does not fit your job description. If you're unhappy with the tasks you're performing, set up a meeting and discuss your concerns with your manager. If changes in your job duties cannot be made, you may need to accept that or look for another place of employment. As a side note, I don't know too many people whose job duties haven't changed over time. Four, know your manager's communication methods. Do you know your boss's favorite communication method? Is it via email, mobile phone, or an organized meeting? Find out what works best for him or her and mostly do that. Limit impromptu visits to his or her office. Unannounced visits can take the focus away from what your boss is currently working on. It wastes time as your boss has to then regroup and shift his focus back to the prior engagement after you've left. Carl's note. 
Like Lisa said earlier, this also depends on your boss's needs. She may like that you take time to talk to her. Just pick the right moments, not when she's all stressed out over a big project. Five, avoid making excuses. Not only does your manager not care about your excuses, he or she doesn't want to hear them. It is your job to get your tasks done and to meet the deadlines set by him or her. Your manager does not have the time to continue to prod you to do your job, a job that you're being paid for. Managers already have enough to deal with without additional work being created for them. Six, do more than expected. Just doing what is expected of you does not set you apart from other employees. Managers value employees who not only do their jobs, but look for and carry out new and better ways of accomplishing tasks. Be proactive, come up with solutions, and schedule time to present them to your manager. This will reflect wonderfully on you. Also, volunteering yourself for projects can be a great way to show your initiative and interest in going above and beyond. Seven, ask for feedback. Asking for feedback is a big one for me. Because my boss travels so much, we don't have too many chances to meet face-to-face. I will often schedule what I call a catch-up meeting to inform him about what I've been working on. I also submit bi-monthly status reports, which I'm happy to do because I want him to know exactly what I'm doing. Avoid waiting for your six-month or annual performance appraisal to get feedback on your performance from your manager. Actively solicit it throughout the year. It's through feedback that you will get to know how well of a job your manager thinks you're doing. If your manager thinks you are doing well, there is more of a chance of you keeping your job and getting more job responsibility, raises, and promotions. All relationships take work, including the one that you have with your boss. Communicate often, be respectful, ask questions when you are not clear about what is expected of you, and you will be well on your way to working happy. And eight, keep a gratitude journal. A gratitude journal is a great way to work on yourself so it's easier to connect with your boss. If you let your inner voice beat you up inside, it makes it hard to connect with others. Just write what you are grateful for and why every day for 30 days. I suggest something like this. I'm grateful for the fresh water that comes out of my sink every morning because it makes a great cup of coffee. I'm lucky to have 10 comfortable pairs of shoes for work because they all fit me well. And I appreciate my neighbor because he always smiles and waves when he sees me. The why is important because it helps deepen the gratitude journal experience. Within a few days, you will begin to see an improvement in your outlook. You just listened to the post titled Seven Ways to Have a Great Relationship with Your Boss by Lisa with digtofly.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you to Lisa for this guest post on dig to fly And of course, thanks to Carl, the creator of the site, dig to fly A little more about him. 
Now, he helps entrepreneurs understand their struggles and turn them into stepping stones. And certainly Carl knows a lot about this because in 2010, he was diagnosed with testicular cancer and was then laid off from his job a year later. And while those were obviously difficult situations, he now calls them blessings in disguise. And since then, he's stopped doing work that doesn't fit with his passions and instead now focuses on things he truly cares about. He's the author of the book, Bring Gratitude, and has a lot to offer on his site. So please do come by digtofly.com for a lot more. I have that linked in this episode's description to make it easier for you. And dig to fly, by the way, means dig deep to fly high. Carl also has a podcast of his own and you can find the Dig to Fly podcast wherever you are getting your audio. But that's it for today. I thank you for listening every day and for clicking subscribe or follow in the podcast app of your choice to keep up to date. All of that is, of course, how we can keep this show going for you. So have a great rest of your day and I'll be back again with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.